What's up, ladies? I'm back. <laughs> well, listen, um, so I am totally doubting my abilities and feeling like a complete fraud. Yeah, I said it, a complete, complete fake, phony fraud. Have you ever felt that way? That's about what we're going to talk about today in today's episode. I've been away for so long, but I'm back and I have missed you guys. So let's get into today's episode about being a fake, a phony, and a fraud. Hey mama, welcome to Holy Made Life where I believe that you are not created to do just one thing in your life well. You are not just your job, your title, or your salary. You're not just a mom or a wife or a sister. You are fearfully and wonderfully made to lead in all areas of your whole life. Your life is like a pie that's made up of different pieces that create a complete circle. And girl, you deserve to enjoy the whole pie. Hi, I'm Angie Tenetti Rogers, and mama, I know you are really good at what you do in your profession or business. But if you're ready to stop ignoring different pieces of your pie and reclaim your whole life, then you are in the right place. Girl, let's tap into the whole life God has for you and experience that God-sized fulfilled life. Together, we're going to walk through some boundaries, leadership, mindset, and restoration in different areas of your life that may need to change. It's going to be some tough work up in here, girl, but we're going to walk this thing out together, uncovering some bold, courageous actions that we can take to experience not just a good life, but your whole life. Are you ready to live your whole life wholly made? Let's do it. What's up, ladies? I am back, back, back. And I first want to thank a friend of mine named Rochelle because she has been on me, on me, on me. Sisters, listen, you guys need accountability partners in your life like I have. I've got this girl, this friend of mine, Rochelle, who asks me almost every time that she sees me, are you ever going to do a podcast episode again? And I'm like, girl, yes, but I don't know. Things, life is just crazy. It's happened. And I've dropped off. Guys, it is, it's August and I am pretty sure it's been since December since I have posted. It has been a wild and crazy year. And so you heard what I said when I said the intro, which was feeling like a fraud, a fake, a phony, right? Well, that is exactly what we're going to talk about today. And I will go into in some future episodes about what's been going on in this past year and what I've been doing. Um, but I just wanted to first thank and give a shout out to Rochelle because I know she'll hear this. And I want to thank you, my friend, for being on top of me and accountability uh, because we need that. We need that in our lives. And I am so thankful that I have a close group of ladies that hold me accountable to do and say um, what it is I am meant to do and say, okay? So let's talk a little bit about feeling like a fraud, doubting your abilities, and that kind of thing. Today, I'm talking about dun, 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 um, imposter syndrome. So 
How many of you guys have heard of imposter syndrome? It is um, loosely defined. It's about doubting your abilities, feeling like a fraud, a fake, a phony. It it actually disproportionately affects very high achieving people, high achieving people, and um, those people. And and I'm I'm one of those people. In case you didn't know, um, it you find it difficult to accept your accomplishments, and so many question whether or not they're deserving of accolades or accomplishments or things that they've done. Right. Um, so imposter syndrome. It's an internal experience. So it happens inside. It's like a, you know, that that negative self-talk that happens. It's believing that you're not as competent as others perceive you to be. So others are saying that you're competent, but you really, in your head and your emotions, in your heart, you don't feel like you're very competent. You're competent. Uh, this is... Um, it's usually narrowly applied to highly achieved people. Uh, it does have links to perfectionism. And you guys know my history with perfectionism and unbecoming perfectionism, right? So uh, it is usually tied to that. But it can hit anybody. Anybody can feel this way at any point in time. It's basically the experience of feeling like a fake, a phony. You feel like as if any moment you're going to be found out that you are a total fake. You're a total fraud. Like you don't belong where you are. You don't deserve what you've got. And you've basically just gotten there through dumb luck, uh, which by the way, I don't believe in luck. I believe in blessings. Um, but it can affect anyone, no matter their social status, no matter their work background, their skill level, their degree of expertise, it can hit anyone at any time. Some of the common signs of imposter syndrome are um, an inability to assess your own competence and skills and really see those for what they are. It is uh, attributing your success to external factors other than uh, yourself and, you know, on this podcast, you know, God, right? It's it's me and God, okay? Uh, it, thinking about the fact that, well, that wasn't me, that was something else, Okay. You berate your performance. You downplay what you've done to get the accomplishments that you've you've experienced. You fear that you won't live up to expectations. You overachieve. You overcompensate for things. Oh, my Lord, this is speaking to me so much because in my past specifically and then very recently, I had an overwhelming feeling of this these symptoms, which our definition of imposter syndrome. Um, you sabotage your own success. You doubt yourself. You set very challenging goals and then you feel like you have a right to feel disappointed when you fall short. Or in the sabotaging way, you set such high goals that you know you'll never meet them because you feel like you need to fall short because you're not measuring up to what everybody thinks you are. It is like this horrible cycle. Um, so coping with imposter syndrome. When you look at uh, when you look up things like on the internet or reading books, this is what they say to help you get past the imposter syndrome. You've got to start asking yourself some hard questions and you need to really think about self-awareness, awareness, which is true. You've got to be self-aware to know that you're even experiencing this. This hit me so hard recently and I'll tell you a little story about it in a second. So questions you need to ask yourself are what are the core beliefs that I hold about myself? What do I believe about myself? 
Second question, which is like, if there was an A and B, this would be B. Where am I getting the beliefs that I hold myself to from? That becomes very important spiritually, especially because if I feel heavily this imposter syndrome and all of these symptoms that come with it, and then I ask myself, what are the core beliefs that I really hold about myself? When I start to examine and point out all of the things that I'm thinking about myself that are not true, I have to then look at where did I form these beliefs from where, right? Am I looking in the truth to find out who I am, what I am, beliefs about myself, or am I looking to what is probably not the truth, which is a lot of times in the world or all the things that are not in the truth. And in the truth, I am talking about the Bible. Yes, because that is where the truth comes from. Another question, do I believe I am worthy of love as I am? Like, if do I really believe right now as I stand here being who I am, that I am worthy of love and to be loved? Do I believe that? And if I don't believe that, why? Why do I not believe I'm worthy as love uh, or worthy of love? Must I be perfect for others to approve of me? Do I have to be walking in perfection or think that I have to present perfection to the world Ooh, this one, this one gets me every time when I think about having people to my house because it is such a place of non-perfectionism to me because the three boys and the dogs and the lack of time I have to actually spend the amount of time I need to on my house to keep it clean. Oh, Lord, this one hits me bad. So here's why all of this came up for me. And this is where I, you know, I, I was asked recently to do a Bible study at my church and my pastor asked me, and I am always, always, always going to be a very close. Yes. Close. Yes. A C-L-O-S-E. And then yes, that's what I'm saying. A close. Yes. And that's a whole nother uh, podcast episode. Actually, I think I haven't recorded and I haven't, I haven't downloaded it to you guys yet. I need to do that. But how to be a close yes and why you want to be a close yes. But I am always going to be, to my pastor, um, a close yes. Because I know that if she asks me to do something, there's a reason she's asking me to do it. So she asked me probably two months ahead of time, two months ahead of time, to do a Bible study where I would lead a ladies' Bible study at our church in front of very godly, spiritual women amazing women. Okay. And I said, yes. Um, and then this imposter syndrome paralyzed me for months, for two months, paralyzed me literally up into, until the day before I was supposed to do this Bible study, I was completely stuck, completely stuck. I was not able to get to the content of what she asked me to share about because I was overwhelmed with feeling like a fraud, a fraud, a fake. Like, who am I to get up in front of these ladies who I know um, or I perceive 
do all of these things for God. And, you know, they, they memorize scripture and they know the Bible back and forth and they know all the stories in the Bible. And, you know, they're wonderful wives and wonderful mothers and, you know, amazing servants. And who in the world am I to stand up in front of these ladies and give them a Bible study? So I was paralyzed and it I was just paralyzed. So finally, I'm trying to prep. I'm trying to prep. Every time I go to prep, I'm just stuck. I'm looking at what she's asked me to go over, and I'll and I'll tell you what that is in a minute. And I just can't. I, I'm reading the words and the scriptures. I'm 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 I know what these gifts are, but I just can't get it together to get a Bible study prepped for this thing that is supposed to happen the next day. Okay. So finally I'm doing everything I need to do to stall and to not sit down and try to do this because I can't get past it. I'm paralyzed. It hits me as I'm washing dishes. It hits me. Um, who did I say you are in my spirit? It just hits me. Who have I said you are? Because you are paralyzed because of something you are saying that you are, which is not based in truth and not based in who it is that I have said you are. So in order for me to get to where she wanted me to go, I had to first remind myself of who God says I am. So that's what I want to walk through with you today, because if you have felt any of these symptoms, quote unquote, of the imposter syndrome, where you you are you sabotaging, you, you're doubting yourself, you are berating your own own of performance, you're paralyzed, you are believing things about yourself that are not actually based in truth. This is for you. Okay, so I'm just going to go through some of the things that I had to spend about two hours going through scripture and finding what are all the things that God says about me so that I could. And I didn't know this when I was doing this, but he just said, go remember, go find who it is that I say you are. And that will help you get to the next duty, which is to get this Bible study together over these three gifts that she asked me to talk about. So here they are. Here's what I found. And I just want you to listen to these and take these in. And remember that all of these things that I'm about to say to you are written in the truth. They're written in the word. And it is all the things that God says that you are, sister. You are, my friend. All of these things I'm about to say to you. And so sit back Take a deep breath and listen to who it is that God says you are. I am loved. I am worthy. I am purposed. I am his and I belong. I am called. I am chosen. I am royalty. I am an heir. I am accepted. I am adopted. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am created in his image. I am redeemed. I am restored and renewed and refined. I am saved. I am forgiven. 
I am transformed. I am valuable. I am spirit filled. I am powerful. I am mighty. I am strengthened. I am able. I am free. I am sealed and delivered. I am faithful. I am a friend of Jesus. I am full of peace. I am lavished by grace, a child of light. I am holy and righteous. I'm a saint, a steward, a servant, a soldier. I'm a witness and a worker. I am victorious. I'm a citizen of heaven. I am no longer a slave to sin. I'm an ambassador for Jesus. I'm set apart and I'm sanctified. I'm a special possession. I'm made new. I'm anointed. I'm triumphed. I'm joined with the Lord. I'm one with him in spirit. I am blameless before God. I am God's workmanship. I am blessed and I am favored. I am covered and protected. I am safe. I am the salt of the earth and the light of the world. I'm completely forgiven. I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit. I am bold. I am courageous. I am confident. I am above and not beneath. I am the head and not the tail. I am more than a conqueror and I am an overcomer. I am justified by grace. I'm rescued. I'm complete. I am whole. I am healed. I am far from oppression. I will not live in fear. I belong to him. I'm intricately woven. I'm seated in high places. I'm raised up with Christ. I'm made alive in Christ. I'm given access to the Father Almighty. I'm a member of the body. I'm a member of God's household. I am given hope. I am given faith. I am given peace. I am given mercy. Ephesians 4, I can mature spiritually. I can be certain of God's truth. I can have a new attitude and a new lifestyle in Ephesians 5 and 6. He says things like, I can honor God through my marriage. I can parent my children with composure. I have God's power. I can stand firm in the face of evil. I am a friend in Jesus. And since I am a friend in Jesus, I can be a friend like Jesus. And since I am made in his image, I can share my thoughts on his words for me and for you. Woo! So <laughs> that is what God asked me to go find because I don't know about you, but the whole time I was reading this, I was feeling the chills and all the things, all the feels, because that is what my God, my father says about me. And because he said it, it is the truth. So today, my friends, my sisters, my ladies, I want you to take some time today, write down the I am's that you are, that your father, your holy father almighty says about you. I want you to write down all of those I am's that you are. And if you are feeling these symptoms of not being enough, you are with God. You are enough with the Holy Spirit because he said so. He makes us strong where we are weak. He said so. So I want you to take the time today, ladies. I don't know if you needed this or not, but I know I needed this to be able to just remind myself, who is it that my daddy God says I am? And now I can feel equipped to move on and talk about the three 
fruits of the spirit that I was asked to talk about, um, which were long suffering, gentleness, and goodness. Um, I, I will do those in another podcast because the long suffering has been something that I, he revealed long suffering to me in such a way that I've never seen long suffering before. Long suffering is a gift. And that is what I'll talk about in the next episode. Ladies, I love you so much. It's good to be back. I'm not going to tell you how often I'm going to post because I don't want to, uh, you know, say something to you that I don't hold my, uh, hold up to because I don't know. I don't know, but I am going to post three more times because, um, for sure, because I've got these gifts that I'm going to give you. Um, and then I'm going to also going to do the close yes. So ladies, I love you today. Go find in the scripture, in the truth, who you are and who your daddy God says you are and empower yourself today to know that you are loved because he loves you. All right. We'll see you next time. Hey, before you go, I'd love for you to hop over to my podcast and give me a review. And you know, I'd love five stars. That's how we can share this thing with other women just like us. Your five stars and written review really helps me get the word out. You can also take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Insta and Facebook stories, and I'll give you a shout out right back. Leaving a review and sharing this episode is the best way you can show me some love. Thanks so much, and I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, your smile is like a boomerang. Throw one at somebody and it'll come right back.